What's up, guys? Matt Wyke, Wyke Fitness. Thank you so much for checking in. To start off, if I sound a little odd on this podcast, uh, I'm a little under the weather. My son was home from daycare much of last week, actually the latter part of last week, and uh, I guess I was lucky enough to catch whatever he had. It's one of those fevers, vomiting, chills. It's almost like the flu, but his only lasted two days. Today's the second day, so I'm I'm feeling a little bit better than I did yesterday, so not 100%, but I'm alive, so uh, I guess that's always a good thing. But today, I wanted to talk about bodybuilding, and a lot of people say, why do you like bodybuilding so much? Why are you an influencer, uh, you know, with bodybuilding? What, what really draws you towards that sport and what gravitates you to, to that type of lifestyle. And those people who know me, by no means am I a bodybuilder by what, you know, the, the term is in the industry in terms of, you know, a 200 plus pound behemoth of a man, you know, jack to the gills, you know, vein, you know, veiny vascular ripped everything. Um, you know, th- that's not me. I'm, I'm a normal guy, 200 pounds. Yes, I look athletic, but I'm not a body builder per se. Um, I, I am a body builder in the sense that I'm constantly working on my body, constantly working on my physique, working on my health, working on my fitness levels. And, and that is what truly drew me into bodybuilding. And I, I mean, let's, let's throw the disclaimer out there to start with. Bodybuilding as a sport, as an industry... Yes, it's plagued by performance-enhancing drugs, steroids, anabolics, you name it. But we're going to throw all of that to the side and just talk about what really draws me towards that type of lifestyle and the competitors that are jumping up on stage you know, all year long. And that is, like with anything in life, it, it takes a lot of hard work and determination to, to become something. So whether it's financially stable and rich or successful. And obviously everybody has their own definition of what those things are. It doesn't always have to be monetary. But what it what what it comes down to is with bodybuilding, Ronnie Coleman says it best. Ronnie Coleman was one of the best uh pro bodybuilders in the world. And and he said it best when he said everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but ain't nobody want to lift no heavy ass weight. And he's right. It's the same thing with people who say that they want to be rich or they want to be successful. Everybody has these big dreams. They want to be this. They want to be a bodybuilder. They want to be the next Elon Musk. They want to be whatever. But nobody wants to put in the time or effort into doing it. Everybody thinks that there's this get-rich-quick type of mentality where all I have to do is have one great idea and all the money will come flocking to me. Or all I need is one great, uh, you know, sale or whatever to be considered successful. Whatever it is, that's how it is in bodybuilding. We live in in a nation where if you're listening to this and you're not in the United States, I'm here in Pennsylvania in the United States, and we have an obesity epidemic here in the States. I mean, you look at our population, we're basically well over 60% of our population is considered overweight. Of those individuals, over 30% is considered obese. And these numbers keep climbing. And the scariest part is our youth, our kids are now becoming part of this statistic. It's because technology is making us lazy. It's making us complacent. And kids, rather than going out and playing with their friends, 
they're sitting on their couch or in their bed texting or playing video games online with their buddies who live in the next neighborhood or even the next door, you know, next door to them. And it's, it's completely absurd. So in that aspect and in that realm, I like the fact that for me, I'm always, you know, I've always been an athlete. I've always been into fitness. I've always been into health. And, and for that reason, that's what I gravitated towards. So I look at bodybuilders and they're some of the most, uh, you know, insane athletes that are out there. They take their bodies to the extreme. They do things that normal people can't and won't do. Now, I get it. You might be listening to this and saying bodybuilders are the most disgusting thing that I've ever seen on the face of the earth. And and you have a right to, to your opinion. And I wouldn't say that I would necessarily disagree with you, but it's different from what we see. I mean, you walk down the street today in the United States and you see overweight people left and right. I mean, I guarantee you can probably look to your left, look to your right, and on two hands, count how many, you know, overweight people are there. But you can do the exact same thing, look to your left, look to your right, and I guarantee you're probably not going to see any bodybuilders in the sense of, you know, a 250-pound muscular guy walking down the street just completely jacked and ripped. I guarantee you're not going to see it. And, and it's for the reason that, you know, exactly why Ronnie Coleman said what he did, nobody wants to put in the work and the effort. Nobody wants to go lift the heavyweights. Nobody wants to get stronger. Nobody wants to tear down their muscle fibers and then work to rebuild them and recover. And most people, if you say, hey, you're going to go to the gym and you're literally going to cause your, your muscles and your body damage just so that you can rebuild it, people are going to look at you like you have, you know, a horn coming out of your head. You're thinking that you're some unicorn or something. It's, it's odd. It's not the norm. And it's just the way society is today. But in the health, the fitness, the bodybuilding community, that that is our norm. We're constantly working on our bodies. We're constantly tweaking our diet to lose body fat, lose weight, you know, bring out more separation in the muscles, get more ripped, get more cut, uh, you know, put on lean muscle mass, whatever the case may be. And, you know, that's that's how it is in the bodybuilding world, the bodybuilding realm. Nobody's willing to put in the work that those guys do. And for that reason, that's why they're the best at what they do. I mean, you don't see 50, 100, 1,000 bodybuilders, you know, walking down the street as if it's just a normal everyday occurrence. Most of the time, these guys are either in the gym, they're grocery shopping, they're at home resting, or they're sleeping. They don't, you know, many of these guys don't have a normal nine to five job. Their life revolves around bodybuilding. And I respect that they want to be the best at what they do, the best at their craft. And, and they, they're willing to do whatever is necessary to achieve the results that they want. I mean, you look at some of these bodybuilders. Now, yes, again, you know, some of the drugs come into play in terms of the anabolics and the stuff that they're taking. But you look at guys who can put on 20, 30 pounds in the offseason and go back on stage and look like a completely different competitor. And that's just because they're willing to go that extra mile to to put on the size or to diet a certain way. I mean, if you think about it today, most people aren't willing to eat the most boring diet in the world to drop body fat just to get ready for a competition. Let's so so let's think about that for a second. How many of you, I'm assuming, you know, not many people that are listening to this are IFBB pro bodybuilders. So those of you who aren't, how many of you would be willing to work all year long just to 
put together a performance for one night. Not many, right? In fact, it's not even one night. Let's just say it's two nights if they're competing at the Olympia. If they're competing throughout the year, they're not doing a ton of shows. So let's just say you put forth an effort to become the best bodybuilder for maybe, let's see, two, four, six, no more than 10 days out of a year that you're peaking in terms of your physique. How many people will be willing to put in the time, the effort, and and truly not really get paid in the grand scheme of things unless you place well at these shows? How many people are willing to do that? I'm going to put my entire life on hold, and I'm going to, I'm going to become a bodybuilder, and I'm going to train all year round. I'm going to basically diet all year round. I'm, I'm going to live in the gym. I'm going to feed my body a ton of, uh, a ton of food. I'm going to rest, and I'm going to repeat every single day. And then when I'm 12, 16 weeks out from a show, I'm going to completely restrict my diet and drop off body fat. And I mean, some of these guys, they're dropping 20, 30, 40 pounds in the matter of those 12 to 16 weeks. It's it's absurd. I mean, we have guys and gals here who, you know, they diet year round and their weight doesn't change because they just, they don't know what they're doing. Not only that, but Anybody who is into health and fitness knows that you can say that you're dieting, but if, if you're truly not counting your macros and, and taking in a certain amount of calories, you really don't know how many you're taking in. There have been people that I know who, you know, they say that they're on a diet and, and I say, okay, well, how many calories are you taking in? Well, I don't know. Well, what do you mean you don't know? So how, how are you on a diet? Well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take in less calories than I need. Okay, so how many calories are you eating? I, I don't know. Okay, how many calories are you supposed to be taking in just to maintain your weight? Uh, I don't know. That's, that's the mentality we have here. Everyone says that they're going to be doing something or they are doing something, but there's very little follow-through in terms of you know, setting yourself up for success. Anybody can say that they're doing something. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm saving money so I can be a millionaire. Well, what steps are you... you know? putting in place that you can become a millionaire. Well, you know, I'm saving maybe a dollar here, you know, maybe $10 there, uh, this, that, or the other. Nobody really has a plan, a set plan in place. And and with the bodybuilders, that's that's how it is. They have that plan. And, you know, in, in the bodybuilding realm of things, those bodybuilders, those top bodybuilders, you can look at them as guys like Steve Jobs, uh, Elon Musk, and, and you know, the big uh, entrepreneurs, businessmen, CEOs, business owners, that's that's who they are in the bodybuilding world. They're the best at what they do. They plan, they execute, and then they achieve their success on the stage. So, so why do I love bodybuilding? I love it because I've been in this industry so long now, and I've put in the work, I've, I've grinded out in the gym, I've dieted, I've done everything. And yes, you see progress, but you don't see the progress as quickly as with some of those bodybuilders. Drugs do come into play, but that's their life. You know, right now I'm running a business and I get it. You can run a business and be healthy and, and do all of those things. I understand that. But 
when your job or your business is the sport of bodybuilding and that's where all of your time and effort is going, it's easier to see the results in the gym and with your physique when you're that type of bodybuilder. So let's just say I've been doing this for well over a decade. I started out, I literally graduated high school at 128 pounds. That was soaking wet. I mean, I was an athlete my entire life. Uh, Soccer, baseball, basketball, tennis. I mean, you name it. Uh, Other than football, I pretty much played it. Football, I probably would have got killed because I was so skinny. Uh, But, you know, through college, I played tennis. uh, Extremely active. But again, so I started high school. Or not started. I finished high school. 128 soaking wet. Right now... I'm right around 200, 205, um, and and it's been probably 12 years since uh, since I've graduated. So you know, I've put on size consistently, year after year after year after year. So for me, that's a success. I mean, I could have been the complete opposite. I could have been uh, lazy. I could have put on weight. I could have you know been having to try and diet my entire life because. I wasn't eating the right foods or I had a, a very uh, sedentary lifestyle and, and that wasn't the case. So for me, I appreciate the people who are willing to put in the hard work in the gym and, and those bodybuilders, you might look at them and say, you know, they're freaks. It's, it's like a circus show. You go there and, and it's just this behemoth of a man who with these huge, large, you know, boulders of, of muscles on them. They are still some of the most uh, flexible and athletic individuals you will ever see. If you watch the bodybuilding show, you would see these guys doing backflips, splits, jump splits. Uh, There's even different videos out there of of Kevin Lavroni, who's a bodybuilder, running side-by-side with a... Uh, some type of track star. I don't know his name. I don't know who he was. But he was holding his own with an Olympic track star. And, I mean, this guy was easily at least 230 pounds at the time running against some guy who was probably 100 and... Oh, man. I couldn't even tell you. Maybe 160, 170. And, and I mean, Kevin was just a monster. He stood next to this sprinter, and and it looked like he was racing against a child. Now, granted, a super fast child, if, if that's what we're going to say. But that's that's kind of where I'm getting at. You know, we look at at these guys, and and we paint this picture of, you know, they're they're not the brightest. All they do is pick things up and put them down, like all those goofy Planet Fitness commercials. Which that's a completely different podcast story that I could probably go off on. So I'll save you guys the the time today, but these guys are some of the most interesting individuals that you will ever meet. You know, they, you talk to Phil Heath, he's, he's very business minded. Jay Cutler, who is one of the best bodybuilders that we've ever seen in, in our era. Uh, I mean, a great businessman owns multiple businesses, uh, financially stable, uh, very, 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 very good ambassador for the sport. In fact, I wish more bodybuilders would have gone the route that Jay Cutler did just because he's done not only so much for the sport, 
but he continues to throughout all of his other businesses as well. Um, you know, he was very successful in the real estate business for a while, uh, and then he got out of that. He started some other businesses. Uh, right now, Phil Heath is is the number one bodybuilder in the world, and he's very smart financially as well. And he was an athlete all of his life. In fact, he played basketball, um, and I, I don't know completely his history, but I believe he played basketball in college and, and was a very, very successful collegiate basketball player. And, I mean, to this day, you'll still see him on the basketball court. I mean, he'll be hitting threes. He'll be dunking. I mean, the dude's over 250, 260, and he's dunking a basketball right now. I mean, that's that's absurd. So these guys are just very athletic to begin with, and then you just throw the, the muscle on top of it, and it just makes, uh, for a lack of better terms, a freak. And, and, you know, it's for that reason that I appreciate the sport of bodybuilding, and I appreciate what bodybuilders do. And and for me, I try and live my life with that mentality that a bodybuilder has where they're willing to do whatever it takes to be the best at what they do. And I try and take that and make it how my business is ran. I, I put out a whole bunch of great content. I try and help people. I want to be the best that I can. I woke up this morning and, and literally I did not want to get out of bed. Uh, there might've been one ounce of energy in me and, and my wife said, why don't you just stay in bed? Uh, I'll take Jackson to daycare, stay in bed, rest today. We're actually supposed to get a terrible snowstorm tonight. They're saying upwards of, of two feet over the next like day and a half. And, uh, it's, it's Monday the 13th as I'm recording this and we're supposed to get hit tonight starting at about 11 o'clock. So she, she wants to make sure that I'm healthy so I can go out and shovel. Uh, but I literally, I, I laid there in bed for probably another five minutes and I got up and I said, I, I have to start my day. And, and my wife was like, why, why are you even showering today? Like, just go back to bed. You know, when I come home from work, we'll figure out, you know, what we need to do to prepare for this snowstorm. Uh, we're supposed to lose power obviously with, with two feet, uh, of snow that we're going to get dumped on. The likelihood of that happening is, is very high. So she's like, we'll figure out what we need to do to prepare just in case we lose power, you know, get out the flashlights and all of that good stuff. Make sure that we have, you know, water that's accessible and stuff. So, you know, I got up, I showered and she's like, I, I don't know why you're doing this. I came, I sat in the office. I got some work done before, uh, my wife and, and my son came down for breakfast She's like, what are you, you know, what are you doing? Why are you in the office? I said, I, I have to be here. I got a whole bunch of stuff that I have to work on. And, and I, you know, I love what I do. And most people, they would call in sick. Uh, I'm sick. I'm not coming in today. Now, now let's, let's get one thing straight. If, if you work in an office where you're surrounded by a whole bunch of people, do, do not go into work sick. You're going to get everybody else sick. Uh, I'm kind of locked into my office here and, and nobody's going to be coming in here. So I don't have to worry about infecting masses of people. Um, so don't think that I'm saying if you're sick, grind it out and go into work. If, if you have the flu or something that's contagious, uh, stay home. If maybe you just have a, a head cold or your sinuses, or it's not that bad, uh, you know, you're not going to infect everybody like the plague, uh, you know, then, then maybe it's, it's okay to go into work, but that's, that's my mentality. I wake up loving coming in here writing the articles, writing the content, doing the podcasts, uh, you know, helping businesses grow, helping the supplement companies and, and fitness uh, brands grow. 
taking them to the next level, having them utilize my skill set and and my expertise in the industry over the last decade and and helping them think out of the box or or get creative with how they're doing their business or their marketing or their social media or their blogs or whatever. I love what I do. So literally and I posted it on my my social media this morning, um, which, you know what, I don't think I've ever mentioned my social media. If you guys are on um, my website right now and you're listening to this on there, at the very top of the screen, you're going to see the social media handles up there. So the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, um, everything is Wyke Fitness. So if you go to Instagram, it's Wyke Fitness. If you go to Twitter, it's Wyke Fitness. Facebook, my uh, my business page, is Wyke Fitness. I would love to have you guys interact with me on social media. So, you know, if, if you have, you know, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, follow me uh, or, or like my page, comment. You know, I, I love talking with all of you guys. I've been getting a whole bunch of emails via my website, and it, it might be because I'm just not pushing my social media at all. Um, so I'm always on social media. I'm always posting. So all of the, the new articles and content that I come out with that gets published on the internet somewhere... I promote all of that on my social media. So if, if you're friends of mine or um, you like or follow me on any of those social media platforms, you'll always know exactly what's coming out that that I've uh, created and, and, and somebody else has published. So check out my social media. Um, but if you're listening to us on iTunes, head over to wikefitness.com, W-E-I-K fitness.com. All the social media, like I just mentioned, is up at the top. Go ahead and like us on there. And I appreciate you guys following on on the iTunes. Uh, our subscribers are constantly growing. I really appreciate it. So either I'm doing something right or you guys are, are blowing me up with all of your friends and everybody's uh, subscribing. So I appreciate that. If you're listening on the website, thanks for checking us out. I really don't have much more to say about this. You know, the, the take-home message is, you know, basically exactly what I said earlier with Ronnie Coleman. Everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but ain't nobody want to lift no heavy ass weight. If you want to actually be something and do something with your life, you have to grind it out. You have to put in the work. You have to want to be the best at what you want to do. And there are no shortcuts. There's no easy way to to achieving your goals and, and success and financial freedom and, and everything that can come along with it. So find something that you're passionate about and you know something that you can wake up just like I said earlier if if you can wake up and love going into the office every day or going to work every day or running your business every day or or whatever that is for you the reason why you wake up every day and love you know doing work that's what you need to find that's that's what it comes down to there's never a day that I walk in the office and I just don't want to be here where I'm staring at my screen or I'm staring at the microphone or whatever that's that's not the case. I'm I literally walk into my office as if it were a kid's playground. This this is my life. I love it in here. There's nothing else that I would rather do than to be able to walk into my office every morning, close the door, turn on my laptop, grab a cup of coffee and and get to work. Grind it out, you know, 12 hours, 14 hours, 16 hours, 18 hours, however long it takes to get done what I feel like I need to accomplish for myself, my business, my clients, my customers, uh, and, and everybody who, who listens to and reads my work. I appreciate everybody. Um, that's all I got for this episode. I, I wanted to try and keep it a little bit shorter uh, since I'm a little under the weather. My, my voice is 
hanging on. <laughs> but uh, I hope you guys got something out of this episode. And, you know, I hope it makes you think about the things that you're doing in your life. And, you know, do you have that bodybuilder mentality where you're willing to do whatever it takes to, to be the best at, at what you want to do and the best in your industry, uh, the best in your office, the best in your business? And, and apply that to almost everything in your life. You know, be, be the best father you can, the best wife, the best husband, the best, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and take that with you and think about how you can improve. You know, what are you willing to do? To, to take that to the next level. And whatever that may be, it's going to make you a better person in the long run. So I hope you guys got something out of this. If you want to have a, a nutritious bar, uh, I mentioned it in the last few episodes. I'm loving the best bar ever. If you head over to our website, scroll all the way to the bottom on the right hand sidebar, you're going to see a banner for the best bar ever. I have a coupon code. I partnered with them. Gets you 15% off your first order of Best Bar ever. And what it is, it's an, it's an actual real food bar. It is perishable. So I want to get that out there because when I started buying the products, I, I did not know that they were perishable. Uh, they have to stay refrigerated. So it's a real food bar. Um, it does have whey isolate in it, but it's it's full of nuts and grains, you know, oats and all that good stuff, dried fruit. Um, it's just a great overall bar. There's six different flavors. I love all of them. I'm not even a coconut fan, but their coconut bar is really good. So if you're looking for a different type of bar, other than the normal ones out on the market today, the the Quest, the Metrex, uh, you know, the the Power Crunch bars, whatever you're currently trying, if you want to try something different, I highly recommend those bars. They're great bars. Uh, I know both of the owners. They're great people. They're really trying to make a difference in in the industry and what people consider sports nutrition bars. There's nothing like it on the market. So I can't recommend them enough. Like I said, go to the website, scroll all the way to the bottom, the right-hand side, click on the banner that says best bar ever. Use coupon code WIKEFITNESS15. That will get you 15% off at checkout. I would love to hear your feedback. I had a couple people who already messaged me from last week. They listened to this episode. They liked the bars. You know, they bought them, got them like three days later or something. And, and they messaged me. They were like, these are the best bars that we've ever had. And, you know, I appreciate that. So let me know. If you do try the bars, hit me up. Uh, Either email me from the website or go on social media and let me know what you think. But I guarantee you're going to love the bars. They're made fresh before they're shipped out. Um, But let me know. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I'll catch you next week.